Welcome to the Bless and Elevator podcast. We are your host, Ebby. And I'm Kay Destiny. And on this podcast, we'll be talking about life, entrepreneurship, faith, relationships, and everything in between. If you're in need of motivation and laughter, tune in for a new episode each and every Wednesday on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to stay in tune with us on a daily basis, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Blessed and Elevated Podcast. Thanks, Thanks for, for tuning in. in. Stay blessed and, and keep, keep elevating. Welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Abby, and... I am Kay Destiny. Welcome back. Hey, boo. Welcome back. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all gonna have to just bear with us as Life. We, we get it together. We are just going through some transitions and just making the best of good situations. I want mm-hmm. everything that is supposed to happen is happening. And so at times, you know, we fall short of grace and time. So what's new with you? Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just you know, working. Working is. Uh, I'm almost out of training. I'm just so happy for that mm-hmm. much. And uh, you know, still a mom, still here. <laughs> so that doesn't change either. If anybody knows where I can get free money to send a child to school, please let me help me figure out how to get that check cut because daycare is expensive. Yeah, childcare is really expensive. Shout out to my daughter's school. We're not going to name it because we're not willing to want nobody showing up there. <laughs> but if y'all could just give me that good employee discount, that would be great. <laughs> because Or that friends and family thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Put that good word in for me, listeners. Thank you. <laughs> What's going on with you, sis? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm, like you said, adjusting to a, a new... Role and position. I got a promotion at work. Congratulations. Thank you. And it was a short transition in the it was a quick transition in a short amount of time, but I'm getting a hang of it. Hey. You know. Once I figure something out, it's it's done. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> so make it do that it. um staying focused on my goals, at least trying to. Um, the anxiety of like middle of the year, all the things I had set in stone is kind of like almost hitting me. Like, ah, yeah, we six months in, sis. Middle, middle <laughs> you thing. know, like, but I also have to realize, give yourself grace. It is what it is. Like, I'm I'm trying to find the balance between having a peaceful life and not forcing myself to be out of sorts trying to accomplish my goals i know it's not going to be easy but i don't mental health awareness Mm -hmm. i'm trying not to lose my mind right so i'm trying to find a balance i mean that's that's all you can do i feel like like you told me this one time and it's just like the give yourself grace thing it has really has stuck with me that's been like my mantra this year Mm -hmm. it's also been like my excuse for things that don't get done and i'm just like but i'm giving myself grace Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm gonna change that narrative that i just said that i'm not it's not an excuse i really am just taking the time to say you know what it can be done tomorrow yeah like it's fine i feel like a lot of us are losing the peace factor in life because it's okay to want to accomplish things it's okay to want to you know move up and you know but we need our sanity like we need peace (laughs) like we cannot pour from empty cup so Mm, come on pastor So, in line with our normalcy and things that we do on a daily on our podcast, that didn't make no sense, but we're going to leave it in there. I understood it. Um, <laughs> our current events mode, we are, a lot has happened in this past week. A lot has happened in these past two weeks. 
Um, I don't even know where to begin. Like, you want to touch on Kevin first? Because I feel like. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Yeah. In a realm. Go ahead, sis. So I was just curious about what was your response to his passing. So, of course, when anybody passes, I feel sad and I feel a sort of loss of life period. It's just, you know, it's tragic. Um, I didn't want to be one of those people that bashed him, but I was just like, in the manner of which you died is hypocritical to everything that you stood for Mm -hmm. as far as how you educated men to carry themselves. Does that mean you deserve to die? Absolutely not. Does that mean you deserve to be bashed in your death? Absolutely not. But I'm just saying, as the legacy that you left on the world, I just thought that that was crazy. Like, what you projected isn't even the lifestyle that you lived. Mm -hmm. Even if it was just in that moment, that's the last thing you left on earth, you know? And I am not a follower of Kevin Samuels. I didn't listen to all of his (sighs) sermons. (laughs) Um... But the very few that I did engage in or listen to, I was just very taken aback at this is the way that you chose to empower men Mm -hmm. by diminishing women. And it just felt very unauthentic and it just felt really insensitive, Um, especially in the realm of where mental health is very important just to be talking down and speaking about women in the manner of what you did. There was only one show I guess or episode or whatever it was on YouTube that I found that I listened to from him that I was actually like okay that I can get with Mm -hmm. and he was just basically talking to men and at no point did he ever bring up women and that's another thing you can actually uplift people without putting other people down but that's another story um he was basically telling men that like you cannot be out here expecting things from women if you're not where you're supposed to be Mm. and he if you are if you if you have so much pride where you can't go out and work at McDonald's because it feeds your family but your pride has you sitting on the couch because you just you can't do that then i just feel like I agree what, with that. what kind of man are you right <laughs> I agree and with so that. I, that's the only thing i could ever find and i was like yes i get that because i would rather my husband or my boyfriend or whatever you are to work anything mm-hmm. to do whatever it takes to make sure you provide for your family and that's where team legally work, right <clears throat> legally <laughs> And that's where teamwork and partnership comes in. So that's the only thing. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, sorry to this man. I'm sorry to his family. I'm very apologetic about how that all played out on social media and how people found out. And they, you know, they killed the man before it was actually announced that this passed in. And that just sucks Mm -hmm. for his family. You know, at the end of the day, we're still humans and we have family. And no family should have to find out about their family members passing through a picture or a video on social media. So So my reaction to it was the gray area. Mm. Like I wasn't like, oh, but I also wasn't like good for him, you know. I I was desensitized to his passing only because my experience of what I've seen from him was very hurtful as a black woman. Mm-hmm. And not because I didn't want to hear what he had to say. I literally watched him be on live with a woman and just completely break her down. Right. After that, I never watched anything he did again. A lot of people said that he said good things as well. And what you just stated that he said, I do agree with that. So I'm sure he gave good um, opinions and advice and stuff like that. But 
The majority. The majority for me was just like, this is someone I can't get with. Right. So I, I wasn't invested in him enough. Not that you have to be invested, but I just wasn't invested enough to feel any kind of way mm-hmm. about the passing. I do feel like <sighs> praising his passing could have been kept to yourself. Yeah, like absolutely. It's still a life loss, like, at the end of the day, and the power of the tongue, like, mm-hmm. I'm very big on that, so you won't catch me sitting there being like, good for him. Uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Um, there's someone who still lost a... No, he had no kids. There's someone who still lost a loved one at right. the end of the day, so... Right. All right, I feel the that same man. way. Like, <laughs> right. Kiki and... I, I agree, 100% agree. Like I said, it's... It, I was just. I think my sympathy and empathy more so goes for his family, just yeah. having to experience that. But like I was and then seeing that, on social media, people praising his passing, like right, that's that has foul. to hurt. That yeah, has that's to hurt. Foul. And so I was like, yeah, that sucks. And aside from the Kevin Samuel situation, uh, like we're just coming off of another mass shooting in America, another racially motivated mass shooting in America, and. I'm just going to put it out there like I'm over it. I'm completely over it. I'm completely over people using the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms as an excuse to own semi-automatic weapons and um, guns that are used to hurt people like and not just hurt, kill. Like there's no reason to be able for an average citizen to walk into a store and to be able to purchase an assault rifle. I don't believe anybody needs assault rifles on the street and i feel like if you are because people like to use this as a reason if you're a hunter i'm about to say a hunter gatherer (laughs) if you're a hunter or if you are doing something with game and wild animals you should have to jump through hoops for those type of permits because your sons and your daughters are out here buying guns and killing my sons and my daughters and it's it's ridiculous it's insane the amount of tears that I shed over the last few days over this Buffalo incident, simply because people were doing their everyday life tasks, just grocery shopping. You know what I'm saying? And then I think the very next day there was a shooting at a church. And I heard of it. I don't remember what it was, but I did hear it. And one of the Carolinas, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but like, it's just people doing everyday life tasks. Like I go to the store every day, mm-hmm. you know, and I could not come home one day. And it's just because somebody can't be comfortable in their own skin it's like it's almost like i just had this conversation with somebody else and that's why it's fresh on my mind if if my skin offends you and i'm the oppressed quote unquote you know what i'm saying like i we don't we don't have the high-ranking officials in office we have to fight to get those people there we have to fight to get those high-paying jobs we have our people were brought here and enslaved we were taught different cultures and languages how does all of those things equate to your expression of hate towards me? What has any of that done to hurt you? Mm-hmm. If anything, you've done a lot to hurt me. It's just frustrating to watch on TV. It's frustrating to that we are in a repeated cycle of things because what we do is watch it happen, get outraged, protest, march, be sad, forget about it, and then full circle, something happens again because somebody is not comfortable enough to be in their privilege. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that, and you're privileged. You are privileged. And you're you're offended by what exactly? I don't know. Uh, I agree. I'm just, I'm completely over it. Like, it's, and it's sad to say, like, I don't even know what 
can be done at this point because it's been going on for too long. Yeah. Like, why is it still happening? Mm-hmm. And it's to the point, like you said, privilege. Like, you really... And that one clip of the news reporter, like, oh, do you think it's mental health? Like, you know, an 18-year-old's mind isn't fully developed. It's fully developed. It's fully developed. And the black uh, reporter that he was talking to said it was fully developed developed to get the weapon. Right. It was fully developed to drive all those miles to a designated place to kill particular people. His mind is developed. He knew what he was doing. And why are we making excuses? And I'm just like, now we got to sit here and wait for him to go on trial and see if he gets any kind of... Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why is it like that? Because... Put the shoe on the other foot. Gone. Wouldn't even have made it out that parking lot. Wouldn't even have made it out that parking lot. And us... To ask if his mind is fully developed or if it was a mental health... Somebody sat out and write, wrote a manifesto. A, a timeline. A step-by-step of what they were going to do on the day that they were going to do it. And then carried out that... Executed that plan. If that's not somebody who's in sound mind, I don't know what is. Because you really have to... You have to go... So, like, I'm pretty sure he drove to this place before to map it out. I'm pretty sure that he looked at it and said, you know, these amount of people are here at this mm-hmm. time of the day. Or this specific neighborhood. You have to Google something, you yeah, know? Because you lived far enough to not, like... I mean, maybe you did know, but, like, to know that that was a particularly black community. Right. Like, you know what you, I'm saying? You like, have to look that up. So you were sound enough to do those things. And then to to have the audacity to live stream it on social media, on, what was it, Twitch? To, yeah. To live stream it, so the your community, because I think the Twitch community is, is just like a large gaming community. Mm-hmm. So to live stream it so that people could watch it and then to plead not guilty. Like you intentionally did something and then decided to... I'm, I'm about to get mad. Like you, you did all of this and then you decided to plead not guilty. That's an insult to all the lives that you just took. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything wrong because you felt like the black community or the black race is now going to. I mean, we're pumping out babies like it's no tomorrow. But I'm saying we've just been in a pandemic. So now us having kids is a threat to the white race. But we've been a threat to the to the white race. Because of our athleticism and our brains and our brain power and our spunk. To One word, our magic. Our magic. That's that's the word. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that's, the, that's the word. Um, this, I'm just, I'm so tired of reading about it. I'm so tired of like being, like I went to the store yesterday and I really walked around the store like on edge. And that's crazy. I went to the movies the following day and one thing, ever since the movie shooting years ago, I've had anxiety. Mm about going to movies mm-hmm. but when it comes to my self-care days i get a thrill out of going to the movies by myself like <laughs> i love going to the movies you know i'm a movie head like mm-hmm. head. so i was excited but yeah i i'm like i have to pick the seat because if something happens i need to be by the door so i can run like yep. it's been like that for years now i remember when black panther came out never thought i'd share this story a guy was in there he walked into the movies and he was just his ensemble, sorry to stereotype, but his ensemble, and I think this was the year or around the time, his ensemble to me just looked like somebody that wanted to shoot up a movie theater. Right. So my anxiety was so high, I left. Probably like 30 minutes into the movie. And then one of the workers there was like, the movie ain't even finished yet. And I'm like, oh, I have to be somewhere. Wow. And wow. you don't understand, like, we talking about mental health. You right. don't understand, like, that's a trickle effect but, to yes. the whole black community. Yeah. 
being targeted and being killed. Like we just you just can't go again and just do normal everyday daily tasks. Like I walk around, I I do own a firearm and you know, I I name all the things in my life old lady names. So my firearm's name is Aretha. <laughs> I went outside the other day without Aretha for the first time in like weeks. But it was unintentional. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got where I was going, I was like, oh, snap, I don't have my gun. Yeah. You know? And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. You know? I just want to be comfortable and go. And I, was, I think I was going to Walmart. I was just like, why do I have to feel that way? Like, like you feel like you can't find any exits or you have to look for exits mm-hmm. wherever you are. I shouldn't have to get into a store and wonder if I walk behind these passages or if I stay back on the behind the store if something happens or even when I get to the store to think of what I could do if mm-hmm. something were to happen like I imagine flinging myself on my child's body like that's how big it was the yeah. other day I was just like okay I you know I just put her on the floor and lay on top of her like it, that's crazy mm-hmm. that's insane and it's just it's frustrating it's so traumatic and it's frustrating it's frustrating with raising children in this world because at some point you have to send them out into the world I'm not trying to put fear on anybody's heart but for me like my niece is getting ready to go off to college. And congratulations mm, to my baby. Yeah, boo. Congratulations to my girl, Nye. She is getting ready to go off to college in Louisiana. And I'm terrified for her. Like, I, that's crazy. I am terrified for her and for my sister because I can't imagine what that's like to not have your hands on your child at mm. all times. You just have to trust and believe that everything that you've taught them, they will abide by and take that with them in these type of places. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, even the, all the things that she's been taught and all the things that we teach our children... It's not our fault. We're literally just living our lives and we're being targeted in places where we're just going to school mm-hmm. or going to the movies or going to the grocery store. Everybody that died in that Buffalo shooting, except for, I think, one woman was who over was 50, yeah. was, was just older people who couldn't escape. <coughs> Excuse me. You targeted helpless people. Yeah. And I don't mean helpless in the sense that they couldn't be fight for themselves but i mean also in the same breath that they couldn't fight for themselves like they could outrun you yeah they couldn't duck and dodge fast enough that's messed up Mm. yeah rest in peace to all the lives lost i need to see that young man under the jail i need like i need him to get beat up every day i don't promote violence but i'm I'm gonna say he he needs to spend the rest of his life i don't even want him to get any type of death penalty or anything. I want you to suffer. I want you to be on 23-hour lockdown in a in a box room that makes you feel like you're going crazy. Because what you just did was sent mass panic and crazy through an entire community of people. So now we're, we're uneasy. And what they keep doing is every time we have a mass shooting or something of the sort in America, it just sends a wave of other mass shooters a signal like, go. Yeah. Do it. You next. Yeah. It's just insert it's terrorism. That's what it is. Ooh, girl. On a lighter, on a lighter note. note. Yeah, on a lighter note. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So we decided to have a it's mental health awareness month, but we want to give some lightness to our episodes. I know we just packed on the heavy with the recaps. Right. <laughs> but we're gonna do a QA session. This entire y'all. episode is a QA session, guys. Yay! <laughs> for y'all to get to know us and for us to get to know each other, because I feel like the two of us are always learning each other, mm-hmm. relearning each other. Sometimes we learn each other on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, sis, I'm going to let you kick it off with the questions. Okay. So, again, we are just doing a quick Q&A, finding out some things about our friends. So, one of my questions is, do I, how well do you know your best friend? That's pretty much what it is. 
both of my parents' names. What are they? Michael Willis and Patricia Willis. Then you have to get them governments. Like, you could have just said their first name. Oh! <laughs> Dang! Come out the gate swinging. Okay, Stuart Holmes and Deshaun Holmes, thanks. Amen, hallelujah. <laughs> or Durant, if you're nasty. I'm just kidding. Mago? Yep. Okay, so... I feel like I have the like little deeper question. Mm-hmm. Get inside your head. If it's one thing you would change about yourself, what would it be? Is it you or for me? You. If it's one thing that I could change about myself, what would it be? That you would change. That I would change. <sighs> Negative self-talk. Mm. That's one thing. I was going to say self-doubt. Oh, really? <laughs> negative self-talk i am trying to practice that there's a fine line for me between self-talk negative self-talk and realistic life mm. like things that are actually true like i just posted about this on facebook today and my which elevator. i love by the way thank you yeah like that, my life is a bunch of failures that's <laughs> <laughs> negative self-talk in see? a good way see? in a good way i've learned I mean. from each and everything like, it's a very fine line like it's not i'm not negative so talking myself about certain things i'm just being realistic about things and that's okay like you have to stop this overly positive confident thing like that's i've expected first i've ex- not expected i've accepted that failure but it's how you look at the word failure to me at this point in my life is not a bad thing right i've learned from each and everything while you in it like you just like that struggle like you know but afterwards like it's the reason why i am who i am today and my ambition and where it comes from and exactly (laughs) yeah exactly i just feel like people are just they're like y'all lying to yourself talking about oh if you don't wake up you know every morning i do want to add sorry to cut you off did you want to share why that post because you said you're cold i don't don't know if you want to talk about them let me see all right I, i put a post on facebook today um i was at work and the I, what I'm, I'm in a training class right now. At the end of my training class, there's going to be like kind of like a test kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you pass the test, you move on to the next part of training. My question to my trainers was, if you don't pass this test, what happens? What happens? And so, and almost immediately, like all my coworkers were like, well, why would you say that, Ebony? You're so smart. You think you're not going to pass? We all going to pass. We got this. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I didn't say that we weren't going to pass. <laughs> I'm just asking what happens if you don't. That's a very valid question yeah. because out of the 27 people in here, one person may not pass and they might not be strong enough to ask that question right now. Because it's going to look like I'm, I'm stupid. And I right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the person that don't care. Like, I just want to know the answer. So I'm not saying, and I had to turn around and say right after they all said that stuff, like, oh, Ebony, why would you even think that we all got this? We're going to pass. I was like, I never said that I wasn't graduating. <laughs> like, I never said that. I said this is a real question. Like, mm-hmm. why can we not ask that question? And that's my problem. Like, again, that fine line. I'm not talking down about myself. I'm not saying I'm a fail. I'm just asking a real question because people fail. No that's such a thing. That's a stupid question. That's a real thing. They, girl, they made me so mad. And now I stopped talking for like 30 minutes. I was so upset. Okay. Um, your celebrity crush. So let's answer this for each other. Well, no, that's not fair. Everybody yeah. knows who my celebrity crush is. So Tate's celebrity crush is Chris Brown. Hello. <laughs> Shout out to us going to sit on the lawn. Hello. Oh my gosh. All right, who's my celebrity crush? Right. Do you have one? Nope. Yeah, I don't know you to have. I don't. Somebody that you like. But gaga over. <laughs> if if you could pick any movie theater actor, because it would be a, a actor. A movie actor. Yeah. Okay. Like relevant. Michael B. Jordan. 
No. Oh. What's it called? Everybody like that. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Movie only? Like a movie? Yeah, it's just movie only. Okay. Is he our age or like Zaddy? She got mad questions. He's Zaddy. Will Smith? No. Does it? But if it was Will Smith, I'll feel very like secure. Yo, he's like I'll put it. Slapping your man. It is, it is Denzel. It is Denzel. Oh, I love Denzel. Like, if we're talking about Zaddies, I love me some Denzel. Okay. Go. Oh, it's my go. Okay. Who? Yes, I just don't want to hold on. Is this what you're answering for me or for yourself? I guess it depends on the question. Okay. Ooh, I like this for you cool. and us. <laughs> when do you think a person is ready for marriage? Ooh. I don't like that. I mm. I always felt like I pressured myself into saying I was gonna be married by thirty. I'm gonna have this like big beautiful house, blah blah blah. But I, at this point, I feel like I'm not. I can't put a time on it. I can't put a when. But I I really can't. I'm not even gonna say but. I'm not gonna sit here and lie because I feel like if I get married at fifty, I'm gonna be I'll be content with that. I'll be happy with that. If I get married at forty five, I'll be happy. I just want to be happy with the person I'm married with. <laughs> like. That's it. Like, I'm not settling for anything less than love and happiness at this point. Love and happiness. Come on, Al. Like, I'm not. And mm. whenever that happens, that happens. So I feel like when you start putting time frames and stamps and dates on things, that's when you start, like, trying to rush things, and then you rush things with the wrong person. Mm. Like, I want to get married by 30, and you here at 29.5. So let's get married. <laughs> no. I would say... By the way, I'm 33. If you out there, I'm here. Yeah, come on now. Right. <laughs> I would say when you've found yourself mm-hmm. mm. and you love yourself enough to like love someone else. Like, yeah, you've, yeah. you've conquered self-love and you can properly love someone else. I agree. Yeah. You can't love yourself. How can you love somebody else? Come on with it. I'm here for that. Mm. Whew. All right. I got to find another one in here. Let me see. We're reading off of Google, by the way. Right. Shout out to Google. <laughs> Sponsored by Google. <laughs> <laughs> Their most embarrassing moment. Ah. Uh, that we know of or like? <laughs> I feel like we should just answer these for ourselves. Because I can't tell you I don't know yours. But I know mine. I really got two. Okay, you go. Because I got to think of one. All right. So two of them. One of them is when I went to go visit Tay at college. And I got ridiculously wasted. <laughs> Sent to another planet. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, like, I will never, ever again drink like that. And honestly, I don't even think I, I drank like that. It's just what I drank. Got ridiculously wasted. Um, threw up all over their bathroom. Probably flooded one of their toilets. Passed out in somebody's room. And this, you know. Were you embarrassed by that? We always doing that. I was very, I'm not, I didn't go to that school. Like, I had two friends that went up there. Like, I was very embarrassed. I was, like, ready to go home. And and then. Girl, that was the Delhi life. I was so embarrassed. Because I was just like, I don't even go here. And the only thing that made it. The only, she thing that, even go here. the only thing that made it better was that it happened and I knew I was leaving. So I never had to see any of those people ever again. And meanwhile, you made friends with a lot of them. <laughs> Shout out to Delhi, y'all. I love y'all. And then my second one, because I know I have two, is I went to with my homegirl to like this party in the Bronx. So I don't I think we were in the Bronx. And again, I need to stop drinking things. And I drank and I ate some stuff. And then on my way home, my stomach was like bloop bloop. And I was on a train. And I had to get off in Soho and let loose. 
in between two parked cars and someone. Okay, that's it. <laughs> okay, so you say that I pooped on myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I was by myself and nobody knew. So I don't know if that was embarrassing. I thought it was a poot. Oh, for real? It ended up being a poop. <laughs> <laughs> Thing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wait, so what'd you do with your clothes? I took the panties. I had to go on panty list. Like, you was you home? I was at work. <gasps> my job was down the block from my house. So you walked home with it on? No, I took the panties off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and threw them away. Look, I need to know how embarrassing we took it. <laughs> I was like, damn, I gotta walk home with panties on. <laughs> T-shirt and oh, no <laughs> Was that your question or mine? I think that was mine. That was yours. All right. You ready for this one? Oh, here we go. Deep Ella. What? Are you still friends with your exes? You and my business behind <laughs> like that. You and my business behind <laughs> like that. And what is the relationship? I added that on. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to catch y'all next Wednesday. <laughs> Okay, so I, I know this is a very time, like time, time. <laughs> well, look at me buying time. This is a very touchy subject for people, and maybe I am naive, so I will give myself that. Maybe I am naive, but I am cordial. I won't say friends. I am cordial. Exactly why I asked this question with my exes because we didn't have bad breakups. We just literally broke up. Thank it was you. Like, like we're you're good i'm good you know like one of my ex-boyfriends still called me about like our phone well we're not on the same phone bill no more but like phone bill questions and like he didn't call me and he didn't been in the car with his other girlfriend and like he'd be like say hi to my friend i'm like hey oh i ain't that close my exes right like and I'm, I'm still like you know it's it's not weird to me because i don't have no emotional ties or feelings or relations for these people i'm just like yay merry christmas you know like, it's, it's, i i think it's okay However, to each his own. I, you know, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not in everybody's business. Some of y'all back here backtracking with your exes. Whatever you makes you happy, cool. I didn't did it before, too. We didn't all been stupid. But I'm just saying, I, I'm okay with cordial speaking with my exes. Sorry, not sorry. And that is the same for me. I cordially speak to a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's knock one down. One down. <laughs> <laughs> one I don't know where he is. Knock them down. But it's the same thing for me. I felt like, I feel like whenever the ex conversation comes up and people are just like, "Oh my God, why are you talking to your ex? Like you can't." And I'm just like, "What's the beef? Right? Like, like what? what, what why, why? Why I hate your exes so much? Like y'all. I, and so, okay, granted, some of y'all done been through hell and high water with some of these exes, so I completely get it. If you want sir to burn in hell with gasoline drawers on on a G five jet, <laughs> I am okay. Like since I'm riding with you, we TP in his house. But for me and my house, right? Like, we didn't beef like what? Like, for instance, me and my first boyfriend, we broke up because I was going to college and he was still in high school. Right. Like, no that's it. Like, I hate, I'm not hating him forever <laughs> for that. Like, he was just, you know, doing high school stuff and, like, he wanted to be a super senior and I was trying to go to college. So, I was like, I love you, boo. You know exactly who you are. Like... <laughs> Like it was, and we cool. We cool as I don't mm-hmm. know what right now. Like it's, it is what it is. We, me and one of my other exes in college, like I don't even know what happened with that relationship. I think we just kind of like died off, and yeah, I was, yeah, I was cool with that. And we still speak. I just wished him happy birthday a few days ago. Yeah. Like we're good. 
I spoke to one of my exes recently. The other one I haven't spoken to him in a minute, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, I still wish them well. Like they hit me up, I hit them up. Happy holidays, happy birthday. (laughs) Like, like if you feel like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just feel like, in my opinion, yes, there were toxic relationships, and there's reasons why you don't talk to some exes. But I kind of, it's a side eye for me. Like, all your relationships were toxic to the Mm -hmm. point where you hate all your exes. Like, and it's bad blood between all y'all. Since it's you. That's the part that people don't want to Oh, bro, it's you. Like. That's the people that part. Because if you're not friends with none, like, okay, maybe not friends. But again, if you're not cordial with none of your exes, I got to start looking at you like you're a problem. Yeah. Like, like you wasn't friends with none of them. Y'all wasn't cool. Like, like, y'all didn't start out as friends either. Like, 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 even some of mine, like, I'm just like, I, I, one of me and my, one of my homeboys, he got a kid the same age as Rye, and we talk about our kids. Like, yeah. I'm like, I never got that. And it's not even that, weird. Because like, I don't want you, and you don't want me. So, don't ever talk to your ex. Now, I understand that they. <clears throat> A ex reaches a certain point in life, like maybe one gets married and you like, ah. Right, you want to cut it off. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be respectful of your marriage. But other than that, I'm just like, I, I'm interested in seeing that my exes are well and like, you know, yeah. like I don't know. I don't know. Y'all been y'all weird about that one. <laughs> y- y'all could chime in in the comments. Let us know what you think about that. But I really don't. I don't have a problem with it as long as there's no boundaries being crossed. That's my thing right there. As long as there's no like you're not coming at me. On some like I still want to be your baby daddy type stuff, we good. Or if your girlfriend has an issue with it, I'm a, yeah, and yeah, I would gracefully bow out. Right, like, if your girlfriend has an issue with it, like she you and that's that's on you because that's you not giving mm-hmm. up the trustful vibes. But whatever, neither here nor there. If your girlfriend has a problem with it and y'all causing y'all having beef because of it, I will back off. Like we ain't don't don't I'll block you for you. <laughs> <laughs> like you ain't got work. You ain't got to worry about me no mm-hmm. more. So, you ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about me. Yes. Okay. Let me see. Uh, I'm trying to run through my list. Trying to run through my list. These are whack. Who is their first ever crush? Lord. Oh, I know this one. Was I in your life with your when you had your first crush? Because I think that would make it difficult. I think I'm so wishy-washy in life. I don't even have crushes. I just be dating. I did have a crush in high school. Look, look how many years like, we skipped through just to get to my crush. Right. We're like, you ain't have nobody in middle school? Nah. Not even a little bit. I mean, not that I can remember. Oh, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. What was the first letter of his name? N. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I did. I did. I had to think about it. All right. And I are we calling names? I whispered that. Okay. I feel like you don't know what people are in life right now. Like this is just full of All right. Podcast. Well, we we yeah. I know your first ever. Well, your crush that at least I thought it was was the D. I oh always, no, not the D. I always crush on the D. <laughs> we are. We we. God is still working on us. God, he's not through with us yet. Like, he's not. Oh, oh my gosh. Um. Okay, he was a bigger crush than the C. Uh-huh. Because D, like, literally rejected me. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my baby. C just never knew that I liked him. Okay. But D, like, found that I liked him and rejected me. Dang, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should have threw you a divorce party back then. For real. <clears throat> that was my go? Yes, okay. Sorry, y'all. I'm getting over um, a little cold. The kids got me sick. So I got a little flip in my chest. <clears throat> What was the best 
phase of your life. And I'll just say like the best period, like the best years, can you say, or year of your life to date? The best year of my life to date. Okay. I'm going to say... Dang, I still feel like that wasn't even a good year because some stuff happened at the end of it. I feel like the tail end of my years be, would be catching me. <laughs> <laughs> Them last four months of the year, that last quarter, every time. But I will say, I'm going to say in 2017. Ooh, what happened in 2017? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pink Panther. <laughs> I'm going to say in 2017. In 2017, I had moved to Florida. And mm. I just found like a kind of like a newfound freedom. Like I was just away from everything for real, for real. Like no friends and family down there for real. Um, I That was the year that I went on the most vacations I've ever gone on in one yeah. year. Like I utilized the crap out of PTO. And, you know, back into my back, my weekends up. Or whatever. So... I think that year I went on a cruise. I went to the Bahamas. I went to Disney. I had like, I was just out. I was outside <laughs> for real. So that was like, that year just was really good for me because it was for me. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't nobody's mother. I wasn't nobody's girlfriend. I was just living my best life. Living my best life. <laughs> I don't know if that's the song. <laughs> yeah. It is. Living my best life. Yeah. Why did I just make up a whole different song with that? <laughs> Go, sis. I would say for me, this year will always go down in history. My year in college. <laughs> it will always go down in history for me. Like, I just feel like that was one of the best years of my life. Like, experiencing independence all while dancing, something that I love, partying, meeting new great friends. Like, it was just the year of my life. Like, it mm. really was. I've had good moments in years, but, like, to say, like, the whole year as a collective... That's that what year. I'm saying. Like, I ain't got no whole thing like this. Like, every year. I mean, to be fair, I was in one place for the whole year. <laughs> Something always happens at the end of my years, bro. Every time. Okay. Is this our finals or we got one more after this? Uh, We can finalize. Oh, we can do one more and then okay. wrap it on up. I feel like this one I'm going to ask you to answer for me. Okay. Do you know my Hogwarts house? What? <laughs> <laughs> I am only on the Goblet of Fire. I am trying to catch up on all the Harry Potters. It's fine. If I were no, to... No, I be... know Slytherin. I, I like, I know, but okay. Hufflepuff, like, I don't know. What... <laughs> I didn't even know he was in the Harry Potter. Like... <laughs> the one where Harry living. Let's just go with that one. Oh, um, what? Oh, not Hogwarts. That's, a That's place. a school? We're going to pick another question. Okay. No, wait. All right, it's Slytherin. Gryffindor. Gryffindor, yes. Okay. If I had to be a part of any house, it would be the Gryffindor house. Oh. You know, because Slytherin just seems so dark, and I'm not dark and twisty. So, <laughs> But, you know, Harry, well, I ain't watched all of them yet. Hold on. Girls, I, I only watched the first one, and I read half the first book, so you oh, further than before. I am. Okay. You further yeah, I than I Oh, it's my go. Um, uh, can I double up? Yeah, yeah. Because I like this one. Do you know double what up. they could eat every single day of their life? French fries. Of course. Who <laughs> that is for me. <laughs> I am French fried to the bone. Okay, go. Mac and cheese. Yes. Ah! <laughs> yes. Why are you not trying to touch my hand? Because you sick. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> keep, keep all your drinks to yourself. We just started going maskless out here. Um, I got one more? Yes. You got two. I just doubled up. <laughs> I ain't going to ask this. Go. No. Okay, don't go. <laughs> 
It's, I feel like it's too intimate. Where do you think you'll be 10 years from now? No, why? I hate questions like this. Because I'm not all the way why? there. Uh, 10 years from now, I hope to... Ten, I take that back. 10 years from now, I will. Amen. Own um, a full-service event company. I will also have a dedicated program, whether it be an after-school program or in-living service program for at-risk youth. Mm. Um, I No shame to guys. I feel like guys are better led by guys so i would like my program to be catered to women and young girls um to be able to help give back as far as learning about feminine hygiene um the proper places they can go for getting help with going to college and filling out paperwork starting their own businesses i just want to be able to create a program that girls can go to and get some type of um, mentor leadership from as well as on my event company, which will also do photography, podcasting, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay. Sorry, someone sent me a message and <laughs> it threw me off. I'm here for all of that and it will happen. We're speaking that into existence. Um, in 10 years, I see myself with my dance studio. Yeah. <laughs> You feel me? Um, my, <laughs> you feel me? My dance studio. Um, I want to build an empire helping other entrepreneurs. Mm. So if that means like assisting them on, like once I hit a certain point, if assisting startup people getting to where they want to be, I definitely want to do that. I love the online world of like having an online clothing store. Um, you know, being active on social media, YouTube that I'm going to get back into. So I just want to have like a dope, I don't want to say online presence because I don't want to say like I'm doing it for people. Right. But I love those things. Like I like doing those things. Like I'm a creative. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like I want to see success in that in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to be settled down. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. There's that. I'm in with a baby or right. two. I mean, <laughs> My baby people have been crazy. That's- is that one of your that was that one of your questions? I, do we want to get married? No. How many kids do you want to have? I didn't ask it on the podcast. Uh-huh. That was before we started rolling. Oh. Okay. But how many kids do you want? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> how was that? How many more rides you trying to have? Okay. So no shade. <laughs> no shade. Like my whole life, I was like, I want three. And then when I had Ryan, I was like, I'm done. And then. <laughs> Like, when I take Ryan to the park sometimes and I see how she interacts with other kids, I feel bad because I feel like she doesn't have that sibling love mm-hmm. and be able to, like... I know, you know, the rivalry is going to be there, but she doesn't get that because she's the only child. So, I'm going to give her one more. Unless Titi Tete come through and just... Oh, yeah, my kids, your kids, your kids, my kids. Right. So, like, once <laughs> Tay has all her kids, then I'll just... All? Like, yeah. Whoa. The doubles. So, once Two. Tay has her four kids, then I'll just send Ryan to her house and they can all live happily ever after. <laughs> While I'm up at the Poconos. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I just want, I think I'll do one more. Mm. I'm just getting nervous because, you know, 33 and I don't want to be having like a two year old at like 45. Mm. Yeah, I I get that. Especially because of what I want to do as far as like my programs. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to like fully interact in those. And, you know, there are moms out here doing it. I'm not going to say you can't have folks own a business and be like successful entrepreneur and have a newborn mm-hmm. but if i can do that one now and the other one later or transition to the other one i think i would rather do that hmm. well here's my double up question go i'm nervous describe no yo bestie in three words 
describe my bestie in three. Which one? Oh, <laughs> yo, her face. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Describe my bestie in three words. Uh, this is rough. I need my first. No, because that means you sat there and thought about it. Boo. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, thanks. Funny. Um, see, I didn't think about it. I'll, uh. All right, y'all, we're going to put some elevator. Nurturing. Music. Oh, that I am. And outside of motherhood, you are just nurturing. Um positive you're like my always optimistic person like positive i am yeah i i don't want to say i'm surrounded by negative people because i'm not but not to compare people in my life but i know who to go to for optimism and positivity uh. and i know who like negative negative rain clouds on sunday to make, like, to make, <laughs> yeah like Ooh. so it's just kind of like you're always that, like, I can't do it. No, yes, you can. Dang. Well, I mean, I'm not dang, but I, you know, because sometimes I be feeling like I be the negative person. Like, that's why I, I don't know. We're going to talk about it later. I feel like I'm, more, your, I'm probably harder on myself. Right. Because yeah. you don't put, like, you don't project yourself doubt. Like, we'll have conversations, you'll be like, oh, I'm feeling down, or I don't know if I can do this, but, like, you don't project that energy. Like, you're not like, huh. Mm, like you're not a Debbie Downer like you're not someone who sits there and and you're not someone that sits there and just like ruins the mood oh okay you know like okay I can understand that I appreciate that so I'm funny (laughs) comedy (laughs) and uh I'm positive and Mm -hmm. I whatever it was other nurturing nurturing I am I would you know care for a rabbit if it didn't chase me you bring me lunch to work Oh, I can make sure you eat, girl. You gotta have my babies. Okay, so my best friend in three words. You are, you know what's so sad? It's like, I can't think of three words that make sense. That What? <laughs> because what I want to say about you is like very generic. So, okay, strength is one. You're strong. strong. Right. I don't so, want to be strong no more. Right. Not playing this. You're, you're strong. Like you, you handle adversity very well. And even though, like see. at most times, you feel like you're just hiding from the world. Not so trying I'm just to hide. a mess one by myself. Right. <laughs> you just want to hide, you know, like your troubles and stuff from the world. I feel like that is a, a a pivotal thing for a strong person because you don't want to put that out there to discourage anybody else, but you also feel like you have the strength to pick yourself back up. And mm-hmm. not everybody has that. So I, see. I think you're strong. Um, I don't think you give yourself enough credit, but I highly look up to you intellectually wise when it comes to business. What I told really? you, really? Yes. Let me tell you. Prime you, example. <laughs> you come to me with like 50 million level business ideas <laughs> and you'd be like, can you be my business manager? And I'd be like, again, like you got bad ideas, bro. But I admire that because you never give up on something. Like, you keep going. If this don't work out, you moving on to something else. If this don't work out, you moving on to something else. And that whole serial entrepreneur thing is a thing because I feel like, for me, when I get discouraged by something, I quit. And when you get discouraged by something, you go find something else. <laughs> like, 
Here's to the next business. All right, this ain't working. Let me make some money over here. Let me try to shake something over here. I love that about you. Oh, and, thank you. And like my sister's over here writing an entire business plan, and I would be looking at her like, "Do you know what go into business plan?" So I go to Google. And I'm like, "No, nah, that's too much." So when my time, it comes, is a lot. Yes, when my it, time, it comes, is a lot. I'm just gonna pay Tay to write my business plan for me. That's my other business. I will be charging to write business plan. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like, and then. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna steal one from you. Nope, I'm not gonna steal that one. I I need a third one. I need a third one. What you said? Strong, strong. Oh. What I say? Intellectually sound. So you're very like business savvy and yeah. oriented. <clears throat> and I feel like this one's gonna seem weird, but like I feel like you're an amazing content creator. And so your your creative side, <laughs> yes, your creative side. As far as like what you want to project to the world about your businesses is better than what I've seen for most people who are like starting up. And e- and even when you feel like you're not doing enough, there'll be times you always tell me like everybody has their own avenue, their own lanes and stuff. So don't feel like if somebody's doing one thing that you can't do it. However, I'd be sitting back like, OK, I can't do that now because Tayden already did 50 million leveling. Uh, reels, reels, reels of the sound, and like, and they just be pumping, and like, she just be that's like, the power of batch creating her blowing her guns <laughs> off. And so, I love that about you. I love the creative side, I love the side of you that loves dance, I love the side of you that loves the arts because that comes out when you, when in just your everyday the passion in it, yeah, yeah. And then, even that spills into children. So, like, I've been in Tay's classroom, y'all, and I've been in some of the other classrooms in schools that she's worked in not just the one here and i just feel like her classroom is always like top tier like there's just always amazingness going on in there and like when my babies come home with with her stuff that she's come home with from school i'm like oh they had a good day like they in there painting strawberries and butterflies and all kind of stuff like it just her creativity spills out into other people and into other things and they're little people so that takes a lot for them to kind of gather that information but i love that about you no i'm not done i feel like there's more oh what (laughs) yo i'm telling you like this whole thing about your adversity like your strength really that's something for me like you've really been through a lot we've both been through a lot in these past few years but you would never tell like you don't walk around with that on your face like between my grandma and daddy and work and moving and guy friends and sibling robbery right and like finances like all of that all of that stuff like i don't know if we talked about a story about mommy or not but i'm not even gonna put that out there like yeah society doesn't know what my mother's going through yeah yeah. no no not that like past life stuff like before things when we were young and stuff oh no yeah so so even growing up in life and finding out things that about tay's uh life and how my best friend grew up it was just different for me because i never knew that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like i never would have even suspected that she'd done things or been through stuff like that and even to this day i mean i don't know how close some of your friends are with you but there's probably things y'all really don't know about her because she walks with her head high like no matter what and so that's something i really truly admire about her like and you say I pour into you and give you good advice, and I feel like you do the same for me, even when you're not talking. So there's that. No, cause like you're stupid. <laughs> you're dumb. We're gonna wrap this podcast. <laughs> I ain't nobody playing with her. Oh, that was beautiful. 
I, don't be catching me on spot asking me for stuff. Cause I'm gonna <laughs> give you a whole like. I'm gonna give you biblical text. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. But seriously, like I love my best friend, and shout out to all my friends that's trying to take her away from me. Oh um, my god. <laughs> like we're not doing that, okay? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, she's not. No, I'm not. <laughs> she's my friend. Okay. <laughs> okay. In spirit of, we're always gonna lead our podcast off or leave our podcast with something inspirational i think in our last podcast we did something for mental health um today i have a quote from albus dumbledore (laughs) oh get me out of here (laughs) it says happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if only if one only remembers to turn on the light oh that's nice right so i'm just leaving you guys with this um your situations and your circumstances do not have to dictate who you become generational curses does not have to be passed down it can stop and end with you and you can carry on something forward for your legacy Mm. don't allow people's opinions it's exactly what they are to dictate whom you are they're just that opinions and they can wipe their own butts with them come on anything you want to tell the people sis i agree we thank y'all for tuning in and listening um in between our gaps and periods of time with uh our uploading we still thank you for rocking with us please share this podcast with your friends and family and make sure y'all like and subscribe to us on i'm about to say on youtube (laughs) on, on instagram and if you listen to this podcast in its entirety i'm gonna run a game maybe that you can win something i don't know i'm gonna figure it out oh we should collab for our podcast listeners yeah you can win blessed and elevated. you can win a blessed and elevated i don't know if we should discuss that now but like <laughs> you know one day, one day oh yeah sure we can win something merry christmas yeah <laughs> we love y'all we thank love y'all for y'all. tuning in we'll see y'all on the on, next episode on the next one